Hey guys, welcome back to Feed Your Head. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm Anna Michelle Rose. If you're new, and if you're not new, then hi, welcome back. Um, I think I've said that like three times already, but it's fine. So, this week I'm going to be talking about something a little more fun, something that might be useful for pretty much everyone out there. And it's something that I've recently really gotten into, and it's something that's made an impact on my life. So I'm going to be talking about organization, how to get organized, how to get your life together, how to reset, all the fun things. Um, Because recently, over the past couple of months, I've been trying to get organized way more and like really paying attention to it. And I've noticed a huge difference. And I've also noticed as an art major how, at least at my current school specifically, art students and just students and just people this age in general tend to not be that organized in life. And I've caught myself not being that organized either, which is something I've been trying to work on the past couple of months, like I said, because I feel like being organized, um, having a good system and having a clear head, a clear headspace really helped me overall as a person in my day-to-day tasks, but also as an artist and as a designer. Um, I feel more free, ironically, when I feel structured and put together, which helps me feel more creative, actually. It almost frees up space in my mind for new ideas. So today I'm going to talk about how to get organized and some things that I incorporate into my everyday routine to help me stay on track. So some things are probably going to be like more obvious, but just like um, tips that I give on how to incorporate those things into your life. And some things might be things that you've never thought about before. I'm going to talk about like all kinds of different stuff. Um, it's, it might be a long episode. I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see. But I have a list of things that I want to cover, so I'm going to start off with like morning routine stuff, so if you're not into that, like if you already have a good morning routine that you like, I would recommend like skipping ahead, you know, a few minutes so that you don't have to listen to all that stuff, but if you are interested in, you know, kind of me talking about that a little more, then just keep listening through this, you don't have to like skip through anything. So, when I wake up, I am one of those people that likes to sit on my phone for at least 10 minutes before I can even try to get up. I'm not embarrassed to say it. I know everyone does it. Most people go on their phones. But um, I think it's important, since you're going to be on your phone anyway, to make that time more useful, more productive, and just more beneficial for your mental health. So if I have to be somewhere, I make sure to set my alarm early enough so I have enough time to be on my phone without being rushed. Like I incorporate you know, at least 10 minutes extra into my routine. So I set my alarm so I'm not late because I'm on my phone too much, if you know what I mean. But I like pretty much immediately go on Pinterest or I'll watch some YouTube videos if it's an upload day for some of the people I like to watch. And basically, I like to watch things like morning routines, days in my life, weeks in my life, random vlogs where they do a lot um, and promote productivity because that gets me motivated and sets the tone for a good day. So I like to watch a lot of college YouTubers or um, I'm a figure skater so I like to watch a lot of figure skating YouTubers or like even I love watching dance YouTubers because like they kind of do some of the same stuff we do. I love watching Luna Montana. If you guys don't watch her videos, go watch her videos. Like she's one of my favorites. Her videos are so good. Um, I love her. And Pinterest also kind of has the same effect as YouTube videos do, so I'll, sc- I'll scroll through and save some ideas to my design boards, um, or I'll read quotes, look at outfits, find bullet journal ideas, you know, get recipes, like workout ideas, stuff like that. 
And it's a good way to get inspired before I even get out of bed because instead of looking at, you know, something like Instagram where people are posting about like the fun stuff they're doing or, you know, instead of me feeling kind of sad or like wishing I was in someone else's shoes because they're doing something fun and I'm not, I, you know, Pinterest helps me just, you know, get motivated or inspired and it kind of puts ideas into my head for what I can do that day, like fun things to do. And instead of, you know, like I said, instead of me comparing myself to others, it's actually like a genuinely good productive thing to be on. And I think it's a good form of social media. It's not like, you know, and I, I don't know, I guess an annoying form of social media. So yeah, I definitely recommend YouTube and Pinterest. I also think it's really helpful to have a morning ritual of some sort, if that's what you want to call it. I would definitely recommend having a morning routine because starting each day off with structure is starting each day off on the right foot. So find something that you enjoy that clears your head. Um, a lot of people like to, like to do yoga. Sometimes I'll stretch in the mornings when I get up. Um, people will have like a morning playlist they listen to that kind of helps them get in the mood. You can listen to a podcast, um, read a book or journal, like whatever, like at least find one thing that is kind of me time right when you wake up that helps you set the tone for the day and like set your intentions and be by yourself. So I, for example, like to plan my day in my planner and I like to make the to-do lists and see what I have for the next day. Um, I'll check my emails, I'll check assignment updates, things like that because it helps me build a loose schedule for the day. I don't like to have each hour planned out. I know some people are into planning like every single hour out. I'm not the type of person. I'm not super strict on when I want to get things done, um, but it does really help me to at least have an idea of what needs to get done and what I want to do because I think it's important to have both of those things, you know, what you need and what you want. So, for example, if I have things due, like homework or like for work, I'll write that down. So if I have a quiz due or a project or a discussion post due, um, if I have an article due for the newspaper that I work for, those are priority items. But then I'll also write down like to do my ab workout or leg workout or to go for a run or I'll write down if I want to work on a magazine spread or a blog post or if I want to plan for an upcoming podcast episode because that way you're subconsciously laying out a schedule in your mind to follow and also on paper you're giving yourself things to check off because I feel more motivated when I have a physical to-do list that I can cross things off on um and like that works for me like having it on my phone doesn't work for me at all I have to actually write it out but it helps you not waste the day by accidentally underestimating how much you have to do and overestimating how much time you have um, I know a lot of people don't do planners, but I highly suggest it because for me personally, sitting down and writing out lists and plans is much more effective than having a reminder pop up on my phone, like I said. And also going back to what I said about prioritizing what needs to get done versus what you want to do, because it's important to put as much or almost as much weight on what matters to you as you put onto what's expected of you because it gives you something to look forward to every single day and it adds some purpose to your life and it helps keep you from getting burned out by just doing work all the time. So definitely pri prioritize any personal projects or goals and a lot time for those. Like make time for everything that you want to do in a day. I think that's super important. That's something that's really helped me. Um... I also have small healthy habits that I do, like I put sunscreen on every morning because it's extremely important for skin health and it just makes me feel good. It's like a good self-care thing. 
I try to make a healthy breakfast or a brunch every day depending on what time I get up. So even if I eat like absolute trash for the rest of the day, I start off eating good food and it gives me energy to start the day. Sometimes I'll listen to a playlist that I like and just kind of, you know, like stretch or do a workout. Sometimes I'll go outside and just journal. You know, like really small things that you can do every single day that, you know, only take a few minutes, but, you know, make you feel good and kind of clear your head before you have to do your actual work. I also recommend having a small notebook or journal of some kind that you ironically keep messy. I keep one in my bag and I write everything down in it and don't worry about how pretty it looks or what I put in because I keep other journals for that. So, um, I'm probably going to mention journaling like later on, but I keep separate journals. I'll have one that's like my bullet journal, which I keep pretty. I try to like keep it neat and I do like collages and things in that. I have a journal for um, like to-do lists and just like lists, like random ideas, like all kinds of crap like that. And then I have like my mini one, which is the one I'm talking about here where I can keep it in my bag. Um, and if I have a random idea when I'm not home or I'm not like at my desk, I can pull it out and like scribble in it. And it's really helpful. Um, you can also use your notes app on your phone if it's more convenient, but the mini notebook really does it for me. Um, like I said, like phones and technology just doesn't work for me. It's a guilt-free place to get all of my thoughts out or if I get random ideas, I scribble them out. And this has helped me so much because, um, like with creativity, because I have a, a set safe place to think and be creative and get whatever is in my head out in a way that's convenient to me and no one else sees it but you. So even if you're like, you know, making something super messy or like doing a weird drawing or sketch, like no one else is going to look at it so you don't have to worry about it. You can also keep this type of notebook by your bed. Sometimes I'll take mine out of my bag and put it by my nightstand like for the night before I go to bed because I know that at night when I can't sleep, opening my messy junk journal helps me feel so much better and it helps me reach some mental clarity and it helps me go to bed if I have like too much going on in my mind. Another thing that helps me is cleaning every single day. Not like deep cleaning, but just a little bit. So at the end of each day, if I have dishes or clothes that need to be put away, um, art supplies or books lying around, like clothing, whatever it may be, I take a few minutes to just put that stuff away and clear my space. Um, everything has a spot. Definitely designate a place for everything if you don't already have a place for everything, but it's so much easier to do a little each day or even each week than to let a huge mess pile up and then have to spend a full day each month just cleaning your junk. Um, I think that full cleaning day should be for deep cleans, like going through all of your clothing to give things away or to throw old products away, like beauty products. Or, you know, full day should be like for vacuuming, for cleaning your bathroom, things like that. Not for going through dirty laundry that's been on your floor for months or just random piles of stuff on your floor. Um, this is something that I, you know, I'm embarrassed to admit I really didn't do it ever in high school, but when I went to college and was living in my dorm and sharing a space with someone else, I was super conscious of, you know, like my mess and not wanting to have a messy space so that the other person wouldn't be uncomfortable. So I would, at the end of each day, if I had clothing lying around or like my art supplies out, I would always spend like five minutes before bed to just put those away rather than letting stuff pile up. 
Like, definitely don't do that to yourself. Make your life easier and take a few minutes daily to organize your space. Don't let stuff pile up. That is very important and it's, it's something that has helped me a lot because for me, if my space is messy, it's really hard for me to, like, want to be productive or want to do things because I just feel stressed from, like, how much stuff is around me. So, yeah, clean a little bit each day. Um, on that note, I also like to organize my electronics, if that makes sense, because I'm a graphic designer, I run an online magazine and blog, and I like making Instagram stories and posts. Um, I have, like, an Instagram for my little magazine blog thing. And a lot of what I have to do is digital, so I treat my laptop, iPad, and phone like a workspace. My iPad and iPhone actually have matching cases, which I made. Um, I bought clear cases for both of them, like off of Amazon or something. And then I made collages with paper printouts and cutouts on a colorful background. Um, I wish I could like show you a picture because it's really hard to explain when I when you can't see what I'm talking about, but. Basically, I chose, like, um, if you guys know what acrylic paint pours are, like, where it's just, like, people pour random, like, colors of paint and it makes, like, a swirly pattern like that. I, like, found a picture of that and I made that the size of, like, for example, if we're talking about my phone case, I made that the size of the phone case and I cut that out so I could, like, fit it in the clear part. And then I, like printed out a bunch of stuff and got like small stickers and I cut those out and like glued them into a collage on top of that background and like that's my phone case and I did the same thing for my iPad but obviously on my iPad it's it's bigger so it's all a bunch of stuff that I like and it's also like a vision board so like for example I have things like the yellow submarine from the Beatles is one of the things I cut out I have a tarot card I have a little like red Zoltar card from you know, like the Zoltar fortune-telling machine thing. I have a little clip, like a cutout from a Matisse painting. Um, it's really cute. It's like a little yellow face. Um, I have Sylvia Plath's flower sketch because she's my writing inspiration and like I love her writing. I have the Cirque du Soleil logo because they're my dream job. Um, I have theater masks. What else do I have? Um, I have like a thing that like a wishbone that I designed I have like a gold like tinfoil money sticker I have a blue butterfly because butterflies are like my good luck charm I have stuff like that so just a bunch of random things um and yeah it's like every time I like go to pick up my iPad or my phone it's like looking at my little vision board so I also what do I do I also keep backgrounds that are inspirational so my wallpapers currently are, like, both from my phone and iPad, are a photo of pink flowers that I took in Italy last year because my current goal is to study abroad in Italy since I'm an art student and, like, a lot of really popular art programs are, you know, like, Italy study abroad programs for art. And I'm trying to save up for that. So having that background is kind of like a reminder of, you know, I want to save up money. That's something that I really want to do soon. That's something I want to do in college, just study abroad in Italy. So it's a reminder. I also have a photo from my website um, slash blog as my laptop wallpaper. So it kind of reminds me to, you know, like keep up with that and work on that. And I organize items on my desktop into folders which have icons of suns. If you guys don't know how to organize 
folders, like how to personalize them, I would definitely look it up on YouTube because like I'm bad at explaining things and I can't explain it. But I organize everything into different folders and then like instead of the blue, like the ugly blue folder icons, I change them so that they would be um, like transparent JPEGs of like suns. And I have a folder for my blog, I have a folder for work, I have a folder for my writing, I have a folder for my art, like I have a folder for everything to keep it organized. And then the sun icons, like I said, are also another illusion to Cirque du Soleil because, like I said, that's my dream job. So it's like a reminder to keep working and doing all these small things that will help me reach my goal in the future. It's hard to explain. Like, it probably sounds crazy, but it's like if you put up a vision board in your room or office or decorate your room, you know, it's like reminders everywhere to keep working hard and to keep working towards your goal. And even if you're not a designer... Um, being a student and just a lot of jobs in general require you to be on your laptop or computer a lot, so it's good to have those places organized and pretty to look at so that when you, you know, like, go to be on your computer or your iPad or whatever, like, it's, you know, it's like an environment that you're creating for yourself almost, and it's fun, like, you want to be there, you want to be doing your work. So, you know, make your folders um go go through and delete old files that you don't need anymore set a fun wallpaper like do fun cases like fun backgrounds all those things i'm actually about to get a new mac for school because mine is like you know at the end of its line and i'm buying a light pastel yellow case for it because that's one of my favorite colors it's like a super happy color and I have some fun stickers to put on the case. So all of my tech stuff is just going to feel really put together and cute and fun to be on. And it sounds silly, but it really has helped me so much to feel like my laptop and iPad are workspaces, especially since my college classes are online and my job is now online too. And something else that's helpful is sticking to your natural inclinations. It's almost trendy for people to wake up at 5 a.m., And it's frowned upon to stay up late and wake up later. But some people do their best work later at night and have more energy if they sleep in a little bit later. And, you know, that's just one example. And, like, I don't think there's anything shameful about, like, the way your energy is and the way your body works. Because some people can wake up super early and they love it. And some people can't. And that doesn't mean you're lazy or, you know, like, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It's just how you are. And so, I think it's good to stick with your natural inclinations. So, don't try to force yourself into habits that don't work for you just because you feel like you have to do them to improve. Some people hate reading but love podcasts. Some people hate exercise but love fun exercise classes or just going outside for a walk. Some people hate bullet journaling but do great with simple to-do lists. There are ways to develop good productive habits that don't make you miserable. So, what works for someone else may not work for you. Um, I don't know if I, like, explain that well, but just, you know, if you know that you don't like something, like, don't try to force yourself into it. Just, you know, kind of go with what you know you like, go with what you know works for you and kind of try to build off of that. So, for example, if you want to do something like eat healthier, then, you know, don't set a goal that's, like, you know, I'm not going to eat any junk food at all. Set a goal that's like, I'm going to eat, you know, at least one really healthy meal a day, like one or two a day, or I'm going to cook, you know, at least one meal every single day, or I'm not going to eat out every single day. Something like that, something that's manageable, something that um, works for you, because if you're a person that loves to eat out or like doesn't, 
you know, really love super healthy things like, you know, salads or, you know, whatever, that's just one example, then don't try to force yourself into that just to try to improve because at the end of the day, you're going to get frustrated and it's not going to make you any happier. And you want to do things that are going to make you still happy as you're improving. And going off of that, keep in mind that as you're trying to develop new habits or kick old ones, you need to set realistic goals. Getting organized doesn't just mean cleaning and throwing stuff away. It means time management, allotting time for what matters to you, being healthy, creating routines and systems that work for you, and improving your overall quality of life. So depending on how far you take it, organization can be a whole journal. Wow, that was not English. Organization can be a whole journey. And you need to be realistic with what you can accomplish in a certain time frame from square one. Um, I feel like when I used to set goals, I would say things like, I'm going to work out every day, or I'm not going to eat any junk food, or I'm going to write 10 pages every day. And that's just not realistic at all. I get really frustrated with myself when I can't meet goals or don't see results right away. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Um, And then I just want to give up. So I'll go hard for like two weeks and, you know, like meet every single goal, like do everything that I want to do. And then I'll just give up, which does nothing for me. So I like to set more realistic goals. Like I'm going to work out three times a week and I'm going to spend 10 minutes each day writing. And that's much more feasible and easier to stick with. And I found that I've been able to do even more on my own after following my goals for a couple months. Just overall, I would say consistency is way more important than going all in and burning out because consistency builds good habits that you can then build on further and incorporate into your life. Because at that point, you're probably doing things that are enjoyable and aren't super strenuous and you're probably more like self-motivated to, you know, build off of that and keep going rather than starting off at like 100 and then just having nowhere to go from there. And something that is easy to do every day that I think I mentioned briefly earlier was spending at least 10 minutes every day journaling or just writing down whatever thoughts and feelings you have, stream of consciousness style, letting everything in your mind go, um, like releasing all of your feelings. Some people like to do this in the morning, some at night. I personally do it at night before bed. It's a great way to reflect and organize your emotions and whatever else may, may be going on. Journaling has really helped me get organized, even though it sounds unrelated to organization, and it's just helped me overall. Plus, I've been doing it for years, and I just love going back and reading old journals to see my growth over time, and to go back in time and have that nostalgic, sentimental feeling. And moving on to something self-care related, one way to make daily routines more enjoyable is by treating them as self-care. For example, let's talk about showering and brushing your teeth and, you know, skincare because that's the first thing that comes to mind. These are things we have to do. They take up our time. So because they're daily habits that take up time, you can make that time more efficient and utilize it as self-care time. And this applies to a lot of other things like cooking, cleaning, doing assignments, you name it. So for the shower bathroom example... You can do simple things like decorate a little bit. So you can put a plant in there, like in your bathroom, I mean. Um, A candle, choose, you know, soft towels and a color that you like. A fun bath mat. You can add a shelf or, you know, something like that. Like a shelf that you can put knickknacks on. Um, A fun, you know, shower curtain if you have a shower that you put a curtain on and not like a door. 
I like to hang eucalyptus in the shower and use essential oils, you know, things like that. You want to create a welcoming space that's enjoyable to be in, so when you have to do basic things like shower or brush your teeth, it feels like me time because that's how you're that's how you've set it up to be. You can save certain podcasts or TV shows for when you clean and do laundry. You can play music when you cook and decorate the kitchen a little bit. Everyday habits and chores don't have to be tedious and boring, and it's a lot easier to stick with things like cleaning when it's a designated fun time, and you can make things that are otherwise mundane enjoyable, which which has a good overall effect on your mental health, which is always great for organization because when your mental health is good and you feel like you're managing your stress and kind of having a lot of me time and a lot of self-care time, it helps you handle things. You know, like if you have a really hard day at work or a hard day at school, it helps you handle those things better. So yeah, there's a lot of things that as humans we have to do every single day. Like there's no way around it. And if you're going to be spending that time anyway, you might as well, you know, find a way to make it enjoyable. Then going off of that, this is probably really obvious, so I won't talk about it too much, but make sure your workspace is a space you want to be in. I have so many friends complain about hating homework and hating virtual learning, which I can relate to because I kind of had the same issues, you know, like earlier before all of this like started. Um, and it was because I hated being in my workspace. And for me, that's my room because I live at home. So virtual learning like takes place at home for me. And once I cleaned my room up a bit and put some knickknacks out and rearranged things and reorganized my desk, it was so much easier to want to go to my desk and sit down and do work. And it probably sounds dumb, but that genuinely helped me get on top of things. I'm out of breath from talking so much, oh my goodness. So make your workspace organized and welcoming for you. Also, make your bed each day. I'm serious. Like, so many people don't make their beds, but it takes, like, 10 seconds, and it makes such a difference in your space, especially if you work if you work in your bedroom like I do. And I know a lot of students are in, are in that position, so, yeah, make your bed. And something else that I love is making vision boards. If you're into manifestation, you know why vision boards are so great, and if not, I would definitely, you know, look into it and see if you're interested in it and how you can incorporate it, incorporate it into your life. I just do small things like vision boards. Um, I don't center my life around manifestation, but I love vision boards for so many reasons. First of all, everyone should be setting goals for themselves and writing them down. It's important for progression in your life, um, in your career, to set goals. Vision boards are just visual representations of those goals. So every time you see your board, it's a reminder right in your face about your goals and what you need to do or what you can do in that moment to achieve them. They're also good mood boosters in general. I know that when I have bad days or something happens, it's really easy for me to forget why I work so hard and who I am and my vision. And like, it's really easy for me to just want to give up or like not show up to class the next day or, you know, whatever it may be. But then glancing at my vision board can really help remind me of what I want and my purpose when I'm feeling a little lost. And they're also very therapeutic to put together. It's kind of like art therapy. It's a good little mental health activity, and it's it's a time to set your intentions and to inspire yourself. Cutting thing, cutting things. Oh my gosh, I'm so out of breath. Like I'm like tripping over my own words because I'm so tired from like talking. Okay, cutting things out and finding pictures you like and organizing that into a physical thing is satisfying, and it doesn't take a lot of energy. 
I incorporate vision boards into everything. Like, I have one big one in my room. It's a cork board with tickets, art, photos, pictures of things I want, um, scraps, like magazine cutouts, so much stuff. And that one's really fun for me because I can keep adding to it and take away from it since it's a cork board. I just use like little pins. And because I also have personal memories and items on it and not just like, you know, images of what I want to achieve or images related to my goals, it's a reminder both of how good my life already is and of how much potential it has. So it reminds me to be grateful for what I have and like my friends and, you know, all that fun stuff and like the memories I've made. Because I feel like when people want a lot of things or have a lot of desires, you know, you can kind of like forget. You can forget about what you already have and you can forget about the good things already in your life. So it is good to remind yourself of those things and to show gratitude and to be to be grateful. Because also like just practicing gratitude, is it's been proven to improve your mood and to like help with stress and stuff. I made my phone case a small vision board also, which I talked about earlier. I just make vision boards in my journals also, which is super effective because I journal a lot and I see them a ton there. So yeah, definitely try vision boarding out. It's super fun. And even if you're like not into it and, you know, don't want to keep doing it, it's really fun to like at least do it once because everyone loves collaging. It's super easy. You can't go wrong with a collage. Another thing I also do is set out what I want to do the next day, the night before. So if I'm going to bed and I know I want to write the next day, I'll leave the Word doc with the book I'm working on open um, on my laptop so that I see it in the morning when I'm checking emails and, like, the file is right there. And then I'll want to work on it. If you have paperwork or homework you want to get through, um, leave it out or leave the file open on your computer and, you know, like, you get the gist. It's just, it's very nice in the morning when your assignment or, like, the thing you want to do is kind of the first thing you see because you're like, oh, like, I need to do that. And it's kind of in the back of your mind, you know, until you get started on it and work on it. And then this tip is also probably pretty obvious, but just get things done. Procrastination is the biggest reason people get behind and then get stressed out. So if you have something to do, just just do it or, like, get started on it. Um, do bits of it at a time. That's the method I use because, like, sometimes I just really can't do a whole thing at once. Like, I need to do it chunk by chunk. So I do chunks of assignments at a time, and I do them at least a week or a few days before something is due. Um, sometimes I'll set incentives for myself. So if I finish a lecture or a chapter reading, I'll, you know, go get Starbucks or something, like, right after as a reward, which helps me want to do stuff. Um, I would say that's the most effective thing is just you know, start now and don't wait until everything's piled up and you can't manage it. And even if you have, like, a huge project that you really don't want to do, like, do, like, five minutes of it, you know, like, a week before it's due. And that really helps you get in the mood and, like, keep going because sometimes I'll have, like, a paper or something that I'm really, like, not into that I don't want to do. I just, like, sit down and write one sentence and then it's a lot easier to keep going. Um, I was able to do that for a graphic design project where we had to do a book cover. It's like a pretty big project because you have to design the book cover. You have to like set up the guidelines, like the grid for it. Um, you have to do the type. You have to like research um, the text that you're going to put on. And like then you have to do that, like design colors, align it properly, like add logos and labels, like the ISBN barcode. Like it's it's like a lot of work. It's more work than it sounds like. 
Um, so I just started off literally by like taking measurements. And then after doing that for like two minutes, it was a lot easier to keep going. And then I was able to like actually finish a lot of it in one day when I wasn't anticipating to finish a ton of it at once at all. So yeah, it's just one tip, like start now, don't wait. Um, and then something else that I recommend, this is probably going to be the last thing that I talk about because I've been talking for a while, but take breaks frequently. Um, for example, I spend weekends with my boyfriend a lot. I go home from college when I need to. I go on vacation at least once a year. Um, you can take small day trips with your friends, fun outings, stuff like that. Like, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. You don't have to go on super fancy vacations if you can't afford it, but it is recommended to take week-long breaks from work at least once or twice a year so utilize your vacation time off of work well and if you're a student don't just spend your summer or your spring break or christmas break sitting in bed doing nothing use that time to relax and unwind but don't just sit around like get creative get active be social do things that help you unwind and are beneficial to your health um take the time to learn something new or get into a new hobby like take that time for yourself but don't waste it because I find that I feel a lot worse when I waste my time. So, yeah, that's my episode for today. I feel like I started out strong, but then it kind of turned into a mess because I started getting out of breath. But hopefully this started... Wow, what am I saying? I'm ready to sign off. Hopefully this helped some of you. Hopefully you have some ideas for how to get organized. This is definitely stuff that has helped me and it's stuff that I do like in my day-to-day life. So, yes, thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys next week for another episode, and happy Monday, have a great week, and thank you for listening.